Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. I get a little out of bounds at times, yet there are times that people make me absolutely crazy. It's the person at the gym who has all the dumbbells around their porch. It's that phone person, the person at the coffee shop that makes sure that everyone in the coffee shop hears every detail of their part of the conversation. And I confess, I have jumped into their conversations from my table, answering their questions as if they were talking to me. We watch, we listen to these folks, and there is a certain life awareness that they, at least moment, uh, momentarily, do not possess. And it bothers us, at least a little, because we think things like, don't they get it? Don't they understand? Do they not have any common courtesy? The believers in Philippi were having the same kinds of issues, even greater than dumbbells and phone conversations, when the Apostle Paul wrote this, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Paul says that a testimony of those who belong to Jesus Christ is that they have a life awareness to look to the needs and the interests of others. He says to release selfish ambition and vain conceit and live a life of humble service to others. It wasn't the easiest thing to do in Paul's day, and it doesn't feel like it's gotten any easier in our times. So how do Paul's words speak to us today? Here are a few thoughts and ideas for folks like us on the journey to the extraordinary. Number one, do an honest assessment of your motives for the day-to-day -day interactions that you have with folks. Are you selfish or other-centered? Conceited or humble? Discouraging or encouraging? Judging or loving? And the last one, focused on you or focused on God? Number two, ask yourself, do I have the kind of life awareness that Paul is talking about? Number three, think about all the people in your life who have simple but real needs that can be met with simple and beautiful acts of service, words of grace, love, and encouragement. Number four, thank God for your gifts, skills, talents, and your abilities, and recognize as we've talked before, that they have been given to you to serve. Number five, go into the trenches of your life and see where you can encourage, inspire, and serve. Can you do that at work or in your neighborhood, in your faith, family, or in restaurant stores? Can you work with widows and widowers or with the elderly, with children, with the homeless? And the list can go on and on. Number six, take hold of the courageous decision that it takes each day to intentionally, humbly, and passionately live in service to God and to others. Number seven, put it into practice. Make a difference today. 
the world is ready to see a person who lives beyond themselves for the service of others. And then the last one, number eight, encourage others to join you, to be a part of the living and dynamic body of Christ. The extraordinary life is a life of valiant service. It is an absolute affront to a world that lives for me. As we consider the needs of others first and act to serve, we are transformed and set free to live an even more dynamic life for God, to live for others, and to live for our world. This is God's great adventure for our lives. It doesn't take the big thing. It is the simple and small things that we do in big ways with great love. It is a life of blessing and transformation. Transformed people transform people and their world. So as you consider new steps of valiant service in your life today, a great place to start can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom? God bless you today as you live the extraordinary